0: Welcome to episode 15 of season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. The Charlotte Greenwood Show was a sitcom that ran on NBC Radio from June to September 44 and on NBC Radio from 44 to 46. It started as a summer replacement for The Bob Hope Show and was picked up by Pepsodent as a regular show, then later by Hallmark Cards. The early version of the show had Greenwood playing a fictionalized version of herself working as a reporter for a small-town newspaper as research for a future film role. From the second season onwards, her character had changed to being responsible for raising the three orphaned children of her friend and managing their estate in the fictional town of Lakeview. The children were Jack Barton, played by Edward Ryan, Barbara Barton, played by Betty Moran, and Robert Barton, played by Bobby Larson. Others in that cast were played by John Brown, Edward Arnold, and Shirley Mitchell. Now sit back and enjoy the December tenth, 1944 broadcast of The Charlotte Greenwood Show.
1: Show brought to you this Sunday and every Sunday at this time by the makers of Hallmark greeting cards. And here is our star, the lovable lady of stage and screen, Charlotte Greenwood. View Post Dispatch Where Charlotte is getting fitted For the newspaper role in her next picture And Willie Anderson The city editor Is getting fitted For a straitjacket. jacket As usual Charlotte is on long distance Talking to her manager In Hollywood And she's
2: saying But Roger I keep telling you Every week I'll be in Hollywood As soon as I can get reservations And Roger Don't forget to send me That tweed suit No they're not pants They're slacks I don't wear slacks anymore Every time I wore them In a restaurant With Mr. Anderson The waiter handed me the check." He isn't stingy No, last night he took four of us to dinner and spent nine dollars Well, I know it wasn't much, but it was all I had (laughs) Thanks, Roger, for sending me that interview You know, the one that asked if I ever thought about marriage Thought about it, I've dreamed of orange blossoms so often I sleep with a smudge pot at the foot of my bed (laughs) Roger, I have to go now Someone is shooting a horn for me no, it's not Gabriel. It's Mr. Anderson. <laughs> I'm going to drive him out to the airport and back. Bye.
3: Oh, gosh oh, sake, Charlotte, this is terrible. What a car. Oh,
2: cheer up, Mr. Anderson.
3: Cheer up, cheer up, cheer up. I go
2: way out there to the airport and the man I wanted to see doesn't even arrive. And I'm driving in a rattling relic. Did you say in or
3: with? Yes. Well, both would be correct. Yeah, uh, well,
2: it could be worse. Oh, yeah, it could be worse. It could rain. Well, how do you like that? It is raining. Oh, dear. Well, I brought this rain on myself. You know, I forgot to tell you that. What
1: are you talking, are you talking about? about? You brought the rain on. You forgot to
2: tell me what? Uh, I just had the car washed. Oh. Well, pull over to the side of the road and we'll put up the top. Oh, I forgot to tell you about that, too. There isn't any top. <laughs> there isn't
3: any top. So we have to ride all
2: the way out of town in open cars, or we'll be rich. We'll oh, look at that lightning. Oh, don't be so nervous, Mister Anderson. It's only a kind of electricity. Oh, only electricity, huh? Well, you'll find out the difference if lightning ever hits you. I already know the difference. They charge you for electricity, but if lightning hits you, it's free. <laughs> if lightning hits you, it's free. Oh, so, take it easy, can't you? Don't you know you're in a military zone? You want to be picked up by an MP? Oh, do you mean you can arrange it? <laughs> What are you stopping for? Well, didn't you see that soldier we just passed? you getting all wet. I'm going to give him a lift. Charlotte, it's just as wet here in the car. Yes, but he's running fast. He might even be in trouble. Want a lift, soldier? No, no, I'm uh, just going to the camp there. Oh, is anything wrong? Well, well, there is something a little wrong. I'm AOL. AOL? What does that spell? Well, sometimes it spells jail. Oh, you poor boy. Do they put you in jail just for being AOL? Well, whatever that is, could I do something to help? No, no, sure. no, Charlotte, no, but thanks just the same. Oh, say, maybe you could at that. If the sentry saw me saying goodbye to somebody, he might think that I'd been with a relative, like my mother or someone, and not be so tough. Yeah, of course, I've never been a mother, but I could say goodbye to you. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte, uh, please, don't get mixed up in anything. No, Besides, but... I have to get back to town. There isn't anything to get mixed up in. I'm just going to say goodbye to a soldier. I won't be a minute. Come on, son. Now, let's see. I could tell the sentry that you're on a secret mission because I don't think you're old enough to be my mother. How old are you? It's, that's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you could sort of act like my aunt. Yes, well, I could sort of try. After all, I am an actress. An actress? Mm. Gee, you are? Uh, Okay. This is it. Hiya, Sentry. Where's your pass? Right here. Uh, wait a second. This expired half an hour ago. Oh, now surely you're not going to make a fuss just because he's PDQ.
3: Say OL. but
2: only 30 minutes. Uh, I- I've been with my aunt. She's just in town for a couple of hours, you see. Where's your it? aunt? Yeah, this lady right here. She's an actress. Her name's, uh, her name's Peaches LaRue. Peaches LaRue? What's the matter? Ain't your name Pete's LaRue? Uh-huh. That's what they call me sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, LaRue. That's French for street. Street? Yes. LaRue is French for street, and taboo is Indian for don't, and you is California for rain. (laughs) (laughs)
3: What's that got to do with his checking in, Lee? I
2: just told you. I was with my aunt. Yes, and now he's here, F O B.
1: He's A-O-L.
2: That's all. And on the loose. (laughs) No,
1: absent without over leave. And he might be even A-W-O-L.
2: Yes, he might be... A-W-O-L-F. You never can tell. (laughs) Well, i better phone headquarters about this. Post number one. Calling off for the day. Wonder what he does at night. (laughs) (laughs) Post number one, sir. Yeah, there's a man here on the lead. Oh, dear. Yeah, I know, sir. But he's got somebody with him. Named Peter LaRue. Goodness, it gets worse. He says he's on the stage. Yes, sir. What's the matter? The O.D. is reporting this to the colonel. Uh, Okay, sir.
3: Shall oh, hurry up? It's raining hard. Coming right away, Mister Anderson. Oh no, you ain't. What's
2: the matter now,
1: Sentry? Well, I don't know, but they seem to think there's something funny about this. You two are going to headquarters. They're sending out a jeep for you. Well, oh,
2: that's silly. They can't take me in a jeep.
1: No. What makes you think they can?
2: Because they never could get me folded up enough to sit in one. <laughs>
1: There's a famous sundial inscription that reads, It's later than you think. And with Christmas only two weeks away, that reminder is appropriate. Appropriate for those of us who are putting off our Christmas card shopping. To many families, many friends whom the war has separated this year, a thoughtful card at Christmas time can make such a difference. Let's not wait till the last minute. Go to your Hallmark dealers and select your cards tomorrow. You'll see Hallmark Christmas cards that seem made to order for everyone you know. Cards with affectionate Christmas wishes for old friends, for friends you seldom see, and for that very special someone at the top of your list. You'll see cards that sparkle with humor, and many family cards, including clever cutout designs for the little ones. Then there are dozens of beautiful cards that carry comforting religious messages. So, friends, if you don't delay, you can still find the hallmark Christmas cards that say just what you want to say the way you want to say it. Hallmark cards are on display at America's Finest Doors. Just remember, a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. Now, Charles Hathaway, his orchestra and the Hallmark Chorus, and the hip song from the picture Hollywood canteen, don't fence me in. Charlotte tried to be helpful to a soldier get him excused for absence over leave by posing as his aunt. The soldier introduced her as Peaches LaRue, an actress. Now both she and the soldier and the sergeant of the guard had just stepped out of a jeep in front of the headquarters. And the sergeant is saying... Well, here we are. Now, the way
2: you drove this jeep, you went around more curves than darted in a more sarongs. Right in here. Well, what do they want to see me about? I haven't done anything. Yes, yeah, I Sergeant, you're acting like my Aunt Peaches is a spy or something. I don't know anything about it. My orders are to confine you to the barracks. And she's going in to see the O.D.? Going in C.O.D.? It sounds like a package from the mail order
1: house. Uh, no, it isn't C.O.D. It's O.G., the office of the day. But the O.D. says you're going in to see the C.O.,
2: see? C.O., C.O., that's company. No, commanding officer. Everything in the army goes by initials. All right, then tell him I'm a P.S.C. What do you mean? You, a private first class? No, a personal friend of the captain. <laughs> Quiet.
3: That's Colonel
2: Bradshaw's office there. He's waiting for you. You can go right in. Don't let me down, Aunt Peaches. You needn't worry, son. I hope I act like your favorite aunt. <laughs> Colonel, I assume for... Hi, Peaches. Huh? Yes, sir, the same old Peaches living Why, I would recognize her place. Really? Well, that's more than I would. Don't well, you remember me, Dick Bradshaw?
3: Why, yes, I have changed.
2: What? Well, we all do, Colonel. Yes, you haven't. You know you haven't gotten a day old dust. I haven't, and somebody's kidding my muscles. <laughs> No, you haven't. You always were. Tall. Well, I'm still tall. And slim. I'm still slim. And beautiful. Yes, I'm still tall.
3: Uh,
2: You know, the first time I saw you was at the old Palace Theater. You walked a tightrope. I did? A tightrope? Ah, you were the loveliest, most gorgeous, most adorable girl I ever set eyes on. I was? Ah, uh, but I guess you think I'm talking crazy. Well, crazy not, keep on talking. it <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems that I realize that you don't remember me at all. But think that. Do you recall a youngster from West Point who sent you a bouquet and a note backstage? Oh, now, Colonel, that certainly wasn't you. Yes, it certainly was. From that time on, I dreamed about you every night. You dreamed about me, you did? Yes. It was a moonlit garden. We were alone. We were? I saw you coming towards me. You did? Go on. Coming closer. And closer. And closer. What then? I took you in my arms, and then... I know. The alarm clock went off. (laughs)
3: Well,
2: hey, those were the happy days. It was quite a thrill for me being out with the toast of the town... A girl who could marry anybody she pleased. Yes, the trouble was I didn't please anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but you are married, aren't you? I recall reading in the papers, and not without a little pang even then, that you were married to some man up in Westchester. Yeah. Did I? Oh, him! So oh. now your name is, uh, uh LaRue. Uh? Uh, oh, my other name, uh, Street. Uh, that's it, Street, but right. you uh, can just call me Miss LaRue. Uh, uh I was wondering, well, uh, if you still walk that straight and narrow path, oh, I've been walking the straight and narrow all my life. Nobody ever threw me a curve.
3: <laughs> well, I asked
2: you because, uh, you see, Mister Roo, when I heard you were in camp visiting your nephew, I decided to take advantage of you. Why, Colonel? Tell those eagles to straighten up
3: and fly right. <laughs>
2: You misunderstand, it, Rue. You see, in a small camp like this, we don't get many shows, and some of our men are being shipped out tonight. And if you do your tightrope back, it would give them a fine stop. Yes, it would give me a flying finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but couldn't you remain over just a few hours? No, there's someone waiting for me in the car. Oh, your husband, yes. Uh, well, couldn't we persuade him to... Yes, uh, I beg your pardon. Colonel Bradshaw speaking. Who? Oh, yes, yeah, that's fine, yes. Yes. Okay, Sergeant, yes. Colonel, okay, well, I've got to leave right this minute. Oh, but that call was from the Sergeant of the Guard. Mr. Street is on his way here right what? now. Mr. Street, who's next? Oh. oh, Mr. Street! Yes, your uh-huh. husband. Uh, now, if you'll permit me, I think I can convince him instead of, uh, come in. But Colonel. How, how do you do, Colonel? How do you do? I'm Mr. just passing through, you know. Just passing through. I'm looking for a... Uh, yes, I know. And I'm afraid I've detained her. Detained her? Detained who? Why, Miss Bloom here. And I'm really sorry. Sorry. Is that, oh, well, now that I look at her, I can see why you're sorry. <laughs> uh, we all make mistakes, little old boy. <laughs> Better luck next time. Now <laughs> just a minute, my little man. <laughs> 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 I'm putting on a soft. We'll tell you to show a little politeness and manner. Haven't you read Emily Pole? No, I wait and see the picture. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yes, and it seems that you're putting on considerable health yourself. Hulk? What are you talking about? A horse is part of an old wreck. That's exactly what I mean. I <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, did you hear that, Colonel? Did you hear that? You should hear my cough Corslack. I mean, the plaster with the general. This guy, isn't this great? Jack, I... you certainly don't mean what you're saying. Well, I certainly do. You think I'm too big? Well, if you were, you wouldn't be wearing that one. Oh,
3: <laughs> listen, <laughs> well, You I, 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 This,
2: this is great, I must ask you to calm down. All right, all right, but get away from me. <laughs>
3: Houston's ready. What What's she
2: doing here anyway? Didn't she come with you to see your nephew? As a nephew? Oh. I haven't any nephew. I came here alone. What? Oh, I was afraid that would come up. Look here, sir. Are you certain your name is three? Of course, it's What do you think? Frankly, I'm beginning to think you're bogus. I am not bogus. No, he's Boris. Oh. Boris, is uh, Boris is bogus. Boris
3: is bogus. Boris Boris is bogus. <laughs> No, my
2: brother's name is Tyson, Mr. Spreece. Perhaps, Mr. Rue, and you and I could take a walk over to the guardhouse. the guard
3: guardhouse?
2: I mean, guard oh, now, don't be alarmed. It may be simply that certain of our own men have gotten off on of the wrong foot. But for those GI shoes, you can't tell one foot from another. <laughs> well, all I want is to have Mr. Spreece identified. Me? Hmm? Yes, because in wartime, anybody entering a military post under an assumed name is turned over to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. You mean anybody with an assumed name might go to prison? Yes, I hope Street is his right name because if the boy doesn't call him Uncle, it'll be F-B-I. Oh, he'll say Uncle or my name is (laughs) M-U-D.
1: Well, Charlotte, in line with today's story, I think your song should point a moral, reminding the girls not to forget the men in uniform.
2: Wendell, nobody feels more strongly about that than I do. But for the sake of novelty, let's consider the reverse angle.
1: Well, I think maybe you've got something there. Folks, Charlotte Greenwood, submitting for the careful consideration of the men in the armed forces, Don't forget the girls.
2: Don't
3: knock, knock, go to bed at no o'clock. Oh Don't forget the girl back home. When you're far away in Egypt and a lady with a veil
2: sidles up and says, tonight I am alone. When she smiles at you and winks, listen, make like you're a There or in failure. Don't you let your conscience fail Don't sing love songs In the cows in Singapore
3: With a girl in every nation Is the inner situation Where you wouldn't know Who you were fighting for
1: When you want to remember someone with a card, chances are you take special pains to find a card you'll be proud to send. Well, there's one easy way to be sure that your card is the very finest. Just look on the back for the identifying words, a Hallmark card. Like the word sterling on silver, the words a Hallmark card on the back of the card you send are your assurance of quality quality well-known to discriminating people for more than 30 years. So when you're looking for a card to say just what you want to say and the way you want to say it, a card that lets your friends know you cared enough to send the very best, look on the back for the Hallmark imprint. Back to our story. This time, Charlotte really has landed in trouble. What's more, she's dragged Mr. Street into it. And along with Colonel Bradshaw, they're making their way to the range of the guardhouse, and Mr. Street is safe.
2: Oh, I think she's outrageous. (laughs) (laughs) Positively (laughs) outrageous. You can wait inside until I return. Thank you, Colonel. I won't be but a moment, Mr. Come See here, young woman. I demand an explanation. let uh, what is this? you got me... Now, all a... I want you to do is to act like a soldier's uncle. Uh, I won't do it. No, sir. i I feel silly acting like an uncle. Huh. The soldier I don't even know. Well, you can be thankful he is a soldier and not a whack. I don't see why. Uh, you feel a lot sillier acting like an aunt. Yes, I would. No, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I... I won't act like anything. Oh, no, Mr. Street, do No, I do not Oh, pretty, I, uh, Well, uh, I... can't. Uh, <laughs> No. No, I No, I will not. No. Once and for all, I'm not getting mixed up in it. Are you going to let that boy be court-martialed? He's so young. Why, it brings a lump in my throat. Every time I look at him, I feel like choking. Every time I look at you, I have the same urge. <laughs> he might be sent to prison just because you're too obstinate to be his uncle for five minutes. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. All right. All right. I'll... I'll see you. Tomorrow. Oh, Mr. Steve But let me warn you, young lady. Now, remember now you've got to convince the colonel. You've got to act as if you've known this boy ever since he was a baby. Yeah. You used to hold him on your lap. Hold him in my lap? Yes. You remember the days when you had a lap? Yes. Yeah. Now, wait, now, now hold on. You're not gonna hey. a man who Oh, thank you, Colonel. Oh, yes, yes, thanks, Colonel. So, it would be nice
3: to see my nephew Jean.
2: I beg your pardon? Yes. But if I recall correctly, only a few minutes ago, you denied having a nephew. Well, I guess. well, he's just slipped my mind. Huh? Colonel, he has a very slippery mind, haven't you, Charles? Oh, yes, very slippery. Only my name's Waterman. Yes. You see, Colonel, that uh, that's his pen name. Pen
3: name? Oh. <laughs> 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 See the point? Uh, yeah. Uh, see here.
2: Then, are you an author, Mr. Street? If you are, what do you write? Do you write? Who writes? Yes. Yeah. I like those 25 cent pocket editions. Yes, yeah, so those 25 cent books. Every time he writes four, he makes a dollar. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Sam, you're making a big mistake, you? I can You go to the Get in there, I tell you. Now, keep this to me. But he did. Oh, Willie, you're ringing well. Oh, Charlotte, will you please explain this? This man said he was bringing me to see you. Who is this gentleman? He's no gentleman. He's a sergeant.
3: Uh... Oh,
2: here's the man you wanted man who brought with LaRue to camp. Thank you, sir. Oh, oh he is. Oh, oh God. That colonel, meet my little nephew, Willie. Colonel, <laughs> I was peacefully sitting in my car. When did you... did you?
3: Yeah. <laughs> what goes here?
2: <laughs> Where is your uniform? Uniform? Why should I have a uniform? What is your rank, Henderson? Hmm? I... I'm captain of a hat press.
3: Now for the last... <laughs> <I, I, laughs> Willie.
2: Willie. The Hesper has been at the bottom of the ocean for 50 years. Well, no wonder he's soaking wet. (laughs) (laughs) Now, listen, I want time! Sergeant, lock him up. Yes, sir. What? Lock me up. Exactly. I could forget a slight offense such as a few minutes over leave, but you're out of uniform and guilty of insubordination. That's something hardly becoming a soldier. A it looks as if you are, Mister Anderson. Yes, you're in the, <laughs> the army now. You're not behind the ball. You'll, You'll never get me. Get away! i Come in. Private
3: Street was
2: waiting me. Hey, Tommy! boy! <laughs> dad. dad, what are you doing here? I came here to find you. Didn't you get my wire that I was arriving on the afternoon train? Hey, no, I didn't get any wire. I-, I thought you were coming by plane. I went clear out the airport to meet you. That's why I was over late. Well, leaving. how do you like the army, sir? Fine, Dad. I've gained 62 pounds. Yes, yeah, two pounds in weight and 60 in equipment. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, oh, listen. I've
2: listened long enough. In fact, I've listened till I'm hoarse. Yes. But I want to know why yeah, I'm you. I, yes. on, Miss LaRue. That's just it. I'm not Peaches LaRue. What? I'm Charlotte Greenwood. I tried to help this boy, but I've made a mess of everything. Not Charlotte Greenwood from Hollywood. Oh, that's right. Well, 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 I'm Waterman Street from Broadway. Not the producer. Yes, yeah, not the
3: producer. No. <laughs> no, I am
2: the producer. <laughs> oh, Colonel, you were looking for someone to put on a camp show. Why, here's your man. He is terrific.
3: Oh, really? Oh, oh, oh. Well, I'm afraid I
0: owe...
2: Well, almost everybody here an apology, especially for mistaking this young lady for Peter of you see, it's been some years since I saw Peaches. Colonel, you looked at the wrong tree. I'm a Greenwood.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway,
2: I do apologize, Mrs. Greenwood. Oh, but it isn't Mrs. Greenwood. It's Miss Greenwood. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just for the record, okay. I'm Mr. Anderson of the Lakeview Post-Dispatch. I'm not the nephew of that, that... That's Wallace, Wallace. Me or what you? And I I can see if he still wants to settle things with me after he sees the muscle bulging beneath my sweater. Be careful, Mr. Anderson. (laughs) You're wearing the wrong sweater. The one without the (laughs) muscles. as Charlotte Green was saying <laughs> So
3: long, friend boy, again So long, neighbour, till next Sunday.
1: Speaking, this is
0: the Network. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.